this is. What a week. What a week. Politics. Politics. Welcome back to Wow What a Week hashtag Politics. He's like the sober person at a biker rally or a political youth league meeting. Some might see him as a bit strange, others might see him as a rare island of clarity. We usually see him as our guide in the ever-moving arena of politics. Please give a wow. Welcome back to Butsang Mujimuame Muilwa. Tang. Yes, uh, Brother Tato. Good morning. Good morning to the followers, the viewers, and the subscribers. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Thanks. Thank you very much. And good to see you. Your birthday week. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, 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 I don't know if our viewers knew it was your birthday be belated. Thank you very much. I'm now your age. Uh, I'm still a few months older than you. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're older than me, so I'll always say a boot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I, I hope you had a great one, bro. So, uh, Parliament burnt down. Well, not burnt down, but parts of Parliament were burnt. Yes. Uh, the inside of Parliament. And the report is finally out. Yeah, the, the investigative report is finally out yeah. by experts. We, we should remember that parallel to that... Previously, there was a court case mm. against the, the accused. Mafe. Uh, Mafe, yes. And uh, that was also concluded. The court ruled that he's mentally unstable and sure. he's been you know, sentenced to go for a mental uh, at a hospital. But this parliamentary report, it was to investigate actually what actually transpired. Did parliamentary staff and officials do what they were supposed to do mm. to prevent such measure to happen? Sure. You know, you know, Fresh, one of the most interesting and scary part about it is of the report from the, the Secretary of Parliament was that the number of hours spent... He spent the whole day alone, just yes, walking, just wandering around. Without being detected by anything, whether cameras or sirens or alarms. But you need to remember, this was what, during covid and, 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 and we're told that a lot of the security staff had been told to stay home. Stay home or relax yeah. or chill. But in this instance, it looks like all security staff. Now, when, when, when people who are in security industry, mm. you don't switch everything completely off. Yes. If you put the warm bodies out of work, then you switch your alarms on, you mm. check the locks. But also routine inspections Absolutely. Uh, that one has to conduct in between. And, and the report by the, by the Secretary of Parliament came out to say actually they had found five people uh, being placed on suspension. Okay. And they're going to be investigated now for neglection of their duties. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, always there'll be somebody to be blamed for such. But such an insurgence in, in Parliament, if people were, were put on leave and, and or the entire security of Parliament has been compromised, and got, how much more we don't know about security in this country to what state you know, key points, mm. you know, that, that's mm. a key national point, uh, parliament. And, and, and also now it's going to cost us billions either to move parliament from that place or to fix whatever it's being damaged. It's going to cost billions of rents, mm. which actually brought in uh, other political parties to say, maybe it's time for us to move parliament from the old building. It's a sign. It's a, it's a ma, sign. Ma, ma, well, ma, 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 mama about. gave us a sign finally. <laughs> that they should move. Yeah, but... Again, it's so many reports coming out, damning reports. In between, in between that, there's a report from the National Prosecuting Authority mm -hmm. about white collar crimes that were being uh, investigated in the in the last one year. Okay. Again, zero delivery. Mm -hmm. Not even one white collar crime from the report of the NPA 
has been prosecuted and completed. Do we know why? Uh, well, it's it's incompetence. We spoke about the the the, the uh, Shamila Batoy. Yes. They uh, as always said they don't have resources, but we all know how many times did the treasury give extra money. Even the president at some stage made an allocation available for the NPA in order, after the Zondo Commission, mm. in order for the NPA to fast check all these white collar crimes, which involve mainly corruption. The Zondo Commission, not even one person has been found guilty and sentenced out of that commission where we spent $2 billion mm. as a nation. But but Chapter 9 institution, Shamila Batoy, everyone is quiet about She delivered zero. Zero. In her performance agreement, the things that she had said she will deliver, not even one has been attained or achieved, and, and the nation is quiet about it. And and guess what? What was actually of interest to me on the National Prosecuting Authority report is the fact that after so many, there's almost seven or eight cases against the head of state in South Africa, whether it's Palapala, whether it's the Sun lying to the Zondo Commission, or any other met, not even one of the head of state is on the list of the cases that are tabled at the NPA. Not even one. Zero. So so, so those are some of the challenges we are faced with in the country to say chapter nine institutional government processes are there, laws are there, rules are there, but we are not moving forward. And, and, and you know, it causes a despair to the people of South Africa to say, but why would we bank on, on courts and the justice system and the prosecuting system and the police system? when none of these people ever faces the music and none of these cases they will run for between 10 and 20 years. Uh, you understand? So so the, the, the wheels of justice, some people always say they are turning slow. They are not even turning at the moment. In fact, are there any wheels? Well, probably we are sitting with vehicles that have no wheels. Your, your truck here has better wheels. At least they, they are deflated. I think they will move better than the NPA wheels. And these are run flats, so we, we will still move here. I've never seen a, an off-roader with run flats, only with flesh. The CEO of uh, Nesfsas yeah. um, is in the news. And, you know, students have been complaining that CEO Adam Monigrand yeah. and Alta have also been saying, no, man. What's going on here? So what, apparently, allegedly found wanting? Thumbs up one to the students yeah. from the time of FISMA's fall until late last year. Sure. Students have been called thumbs up to them for raising these issues. They were, they were, they were ignored. Mm. I, I remember at some stage, the, 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 the Minister of Higher Education, you know, called them names and irresponsible and brats. Now what the students were coming up, it has come out after another investigative report, an official one. Okay. And, and it was also another pressure from Outer. Sure. Uh, uh, Outer uh, coming up last year, October, and saying, no, but you know, these complaints of students, they seem to be legitimate. Mm -hmm. It seems like mm -hmm. there is something involved there. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what is said about this uh, NAFSA's report, uh, Fresh, is that, and this is what I always say, corruption hurts the most vulnerable. Yes. And, and people who are corrupt, they don't realize that. Mm -hmm that actually some student lost on their studies. They had to drop out of university in the middle of your degree or your diploma. Uh, they, some, they were chased out of accommodation that was supposed to be paid by NAFSAS because the CEO, and I'm not saying allegedly, because the official report is out, because the CEO had his hand deep into the cookie jar with his executives and personnel. And not only him, according to the chairperson of the board of NAFSAS, who presented the report yesterday, he said the report has found and it's confirmed that yes. the investigation that the CEO was involved. Mm. 
he, he was so involved in these tender processes and involving money and grants to students to an extent that he even said in the tender control committee meetings. Now, where have you heard of a CEO that sits in tender control committee meetings? And they say, well, what is happening in that report also? They say he was not only sitting there. He was actively participating, and even on conversations that are recorded, you could hear that he was swaying other uh, board, yes. other members of Bore, the committee. Gayang, gayang butzang, gayang Bore, butzang. Give fresh and Botsang this yeah. change and all that. And then, as I always say, people don't steal directing government at the moment. And I'm in the middle of that whole thing, you know, at work. They symphon money through tenders, through law firms, through service providers. Then, then behind the service provider, the CEO. It's like, a, it's like a shredder machine. It's like that dustbin. You know, they put money through this, this gender control committees and then they put them through these companies. Then at the back, where the shredder throws in the rubbish, and I call it rubbish because corruption is rubbish. Yes. And, and, and what is also interesting is that this report of NEPSAS, and I think the student organizations must stand up. You know, the COSASIS, the PASMAS, and the EFF, uh, uh, all of them, they must do what they did during the FISMAS. For them must rise and make sure that this case gets prosecuted as soon as possible, mm. and those millions are recouped from those people. Because yes. taking people to court and you don't get their money back, they must recoup those millions from them. They must pay back the money they've stolen. And, and, and again, we should not focus on the CEO only, because the, the, the chairperson of the board report says even other members, even other junior staff, and executives and senior management of NEPSA, they were involved into this whole process. You know what was worse? Unheard of. I've been in the public service for over 25 years. I've never heard of a situation where a CEO goes and appoints an advisor to the, to, the, to the treasury regulation or treasury processes of a tender. They appointed an advisor, paid millions. To say, come and advise us, how should this committee function? You are lying. Yes, that's one of the findings. How do Treasury has made regulations on what we should do as public servants in, in, in dealing with tender processes. The regulations are very clear. It's PFMA, there's the CO can't sit, can't get involved, the board can't get involved. The CO gets involved, goes and appoints his friends, goes and appoints an advisor, pays the advisor millions while students are starving, students' fees are not paid, to advise me on how to implement. You are a CEO. And again, this is what I spoke about last week. Mm -hmm. The people, that political parties, and particularly the African National Congress, mm -hmm. are deploying into government. It is actually shocking that even those who are educated or certificated or qualified, they still do such things. You can't tell me that, Tamf. You can't tell me they don't know what they're supposed to do. If you have a master's degree or an honors degree from a certain university and you are employed or deployed to be a CEO and you still do things against the book, I don't think it's because you can't read. I think you are corrupt to the core. Yeah, because why are you outsourcing decisions you ought to be making? You, you ought to, you, you don't even make. You have mm. to implement. Mm. Because the specialist has given you guidelines. Exactly. And, and it, it shows the, the level and the core of corruption in the public service. You know, the looting in this current administration, it's, always, it's unprecedented. It's worse than ever before, the way people are looting state-owned enterprises, entities, agencies, and departments. But you know what I've said? Maybe as a country, we should start prosecuting these people, not as white-collar crime, but as crime like it's a heist. Mm. The only difference between these boys with AK-47s, Kalashnikovs, 
and 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 cash in transit heist. The difference between those people mm. and those sitting in boardrooms is because the other one is having a pen and a tie, another one is having sneakers and a Kalashnikov together. But they, they are they are looting, they are robbing the state, they are robbing the nation money, and I think they should be prosecuted in a criminal process. The same as cash in transit robbers. Remember the child from um, the Walter Sisulu University, uh, Spongi Lemani? Yes, the, um, the, the she, one who was she was paid. She was erroneously paid yes. 14 million rand by Nestos. Yeah. And she spent, you know, she went on a spending spree with her friends. She's spending five years in jail. Yes. Why are none of these guys going to jail? And, 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 and exactly, and I'm glad, Fresh, you are raising that. First, it's just five years in jail, mm. and she didn't consume all the money exactly. for that matter. She skimmed just from the top. Yeah, you know, a typical youngster, a typical youth went shopping, drinking, and all those things. And you put that girl, first of all, it was wrong for her to consume the money that was not hers. But five years she's in jail. People who intentionally... Premeditated. Premeditated, plan, and steal money. Intentional. They, they, if the CEO of NEPSAS goes and sits in a tender control committee meeting, Influences. She had, she had all this planned. Yes. And now we're going to spend the next seven years trying to prosecute this guy. While it was so quick that the day that girl was, was caught, mm. the case ended, you know, in less than a year. Yeah. She was prosecuted, charged, and jailed. And this is where we always say the justice system in South Africa is unjust mm. to those who could or don't have money. Mm. Now, if, if, if that girl was a thug who planned this whole thing, she could have taken that money out of the account, keep it some cash under a mattress or a sofa, I don't know, because, you know, head of state has guided us, it's either the mattress or the sofa. Put the money there. That girl should have used that money. Yeah. You know, for what? Mm. For top lawyers in the country. To yeah. defend oh, yes, yes. You understand? Yes, yes. To defend her, she should have not been in jail. But because she was innocent or ignorant or naive, mm. she didn't think of that. The money was there, spend their money. And probably they, scared. They should do that mistake in the state and put money in my account. You will see how money is spent. <laughs> the ANC policy conference ended um, a, a week ago. Yes. Yeah. yes. What happened there? Look, I, I think it was the reiteration. The ANC was reflecting on uh, uh, their policies. You know, every year in July, they sit and they draft policy. The policy conference mm -hmm. happened in July, but this was the National Executive Committee working group and closed by the, by the, by the head of state, Mr. Ramaphosa, on, oh, in this instance. By the president of the ANC. Oh yes, yes. On 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 Sunday evening. Look, nothing new. Rhetoric statements, mm. uh, acknowledging where they did wrong, acknowledging uh, President Mbeki a week before had put them under pressure to say, "You had said you will prosecute people." That that be a renewal of sorts. That be a renewal. I'm of not sorts. seeing a renewal. There's no renewal. Mm. Not even one person who has been cited in the Zondo Commission. Over a hundred of them are cited there in different areas, they're still sitting in their position, mm. except one or two is Makashule. But sure. we know with the ace case, it was not because of the Sondo Commission, it was because of the battle between him and, and President Ramaphosa or the other faction. But but there is no renewal. Generally, I think President Becky was correct. There are no signs of the ANC moving towards their renewal plan. They are, what do you call it? They are, there's a committee of, of uh, that is led by by the oldest mm. the, uh, that is talking about the renewal integrity committee. Oh, yes, yes. The, yes. the integrity committee, I, I've always said it's a toothless uh, 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 dog. Mm. It cannot bite. They can make noise and nothing. But again, they focus on geopolitics. Uh, they came out with very clear statements for the change. Mm. They didn't contradict each other this time. 
Uh, uh, I saw the Secretary General speaking exactly the way the President spoke the night before. Uh, uh, they, they took a very, very clear position on, on the situation in Palestine and Israel. Sure. And, uh, and, and actually the position of the ruling ANC is actually talking to also the position of the government. So at least there is consistency there. And then they touch on tricks and focusing on the BRICS bank. But President Ramaphosa, without mentioning uh, President uh, Mbeki, he obviously responded. Yes, he responded, but really, let's look at the facts. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the things that are He had to respond because they could, they could not ignore. Yes. While President Mbeki has been hammering on this thing for almost every month. Mm -hmm. So they could not just put a blind eye on it, especially when President Mbeki had said, it's going to be very difficult for some of us to, to try and convince people to mm. vote for the ANC. Yes. Uh, but President Ramaphosa tried to respond. What was the response first? They didn't do anything. Mm. They never prosecuted anybody. They never suspended anybody. They never charged anybody. The ANC, it's the, even in the middle of trying to go through a renewal process, they still do what I call own goals or shoot themselves in the foot. They talk something this week. Next week, one of them is found wanting. If it's not Popomolefe resigning, it's CEO's resigning. If it's not CEO, it's Pravin Godan. You know, let's look at the Pravin Godan. In the middle of this whole thing, one of the things that senior members of the NEC of the ANC came out with was lashing at Pravin Godan, the performance as SOE. But what have they done? Mm. They just chalk and Pravin, you know what? He doesn't even attend those things. So, so I think the response of President Ramaphosa was to try and, and, and you know, shift aside what President Mbeki had said. I don't think President Becky is going to, to keep quiet. I don't think it ended because he, uh, on Wednesday, I received an invitation by, you know, the school mm -hmm. uh, that is run by Tabon Becky African School for Public Admin and, and, and International Affairs. They are having a seminar coming on the, I think, the 25th of, of, of October. Mm -hmm. And I'm invited to that seminar being a, a you know, member of the, the school oh, yes. to, to come and discuss, again, governance and corruption. And, and how it's not functioning and it's collapsing the economy. So I don't think President Mbeki is going to end up this. But people are saying President Mbeki are taking the ANC from outside. Let me tell you what is good with what President Mbeki is doing at the moment. Mm. It is he is bringing important matters into the public fora, into the space, and he's doing it not caring whether it's ANC or PAC mm. or, or DA or UDM. He's just saying this is where the country is, being, is heading to. These are the challenges we are faced with. And let us engage and debate and put these things. Mm -hmm. on. And I think it's good for the country. He, he loves the ANC. He's the son of the ANC. Mm -hmm. But if you love a person, you tell the truth to that person. Tough love. Yeah, it, 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 mm -hmm. it's, it's tell the truth. Unlike misleading and polishing and putting makeup on wrong things. Mm -hmm. uh, and when makeup's worse off, the ugliness comes out. Exactly. If, and, and if, I, if a child umu, you tell them, my child umu. Exactly. Make up out. Okay, exactly. You know, uh, 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 and I think that's what President Mbeki is doing. President Mbeki is trying to say, I'll force the ANC, I'll push the ANC, I'll expose it so that they must see that they've been putting sugar coating and putting makeup. And, and they don't realize, actually, they should be very happy to have a person in the caliber of Tabo Mbeki leading them. Even when things are wrong, he still says you are doing him wrong. Yes. And, and I think that's, those that's, are the kind that's what the leader, leader does. That's what the leader does. That's what the leader does. And an yeah. elder. And, and an elder as well. You know, I, 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 I listened last week when the Secretary General Fiki Lembalula uh, loosely lambasted Tawambeki a day after he came with a corrective statement yeah. uh, to say, 
who is an elder of the organization, I hear in there a visit him to uh, uh, learn and suck information. That, that's how we do it. It's a broad church. It's robust engagements in the ANC. It is yes. useless. ANC members and leaders, it is useless to sit in conferences and meetings, have robust discussions and policy positions that you don't implement. It's a useless effort. Sure. So they are wasting their own time. They are, they are misleading the nation. Sure. I've always said ANC policies are good ones. They don't have people who are driven and who understand how they should implement them. The RDP is left with seven years. Mm. Remember the RDP was RDP 2030. Yes. Seven years to go. Mm. When did the RDP was developed? Mm. In the early 90s, mid 90s. So. Almost 2030 years, seven years to go. They haven't even achieved 80% of the RDP plan. Wow. And, and it shows that the lack of capacity or the lack of will. The capacity is there. I think the, 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 the well-educated, well-informed. The, the minds are there. The skilled people are there. It's just getting it done. And 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 I think I, I don't know what can they do. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe I must I must learn or, or borrow a leaf from Kalema President Kalema Mutantes to say the NC must implode. Sure. Then it will renew for as long as they're in power, for as long as they're enjoying the benefits and the gravy soup, mm. and uh, they they think everything is smooth. I think it blinds them. They don't realize that this will come to an end very soon mm -hmm. and they will not have DGs, ambassadors, CEOs who, who will influence their position. They're, they're not aware. Mm -hmm. They think this thing is a pipe dream. It will not happen. Let me tell you how it's going to happen. This is the strategy that Julius is using. Julius has been quiet, if you, if you noticed. He's focusing on building the EFF student uh, movement. They've now covered all... Uh, universities. They have taken almost every university or tertiary institution and joined them with it in South Africa. You know why? It's not about the student rights. It's the youth. 20% of the voters' role in this country is with the youth. And Judas is putting his mind and effort. He has even deployed people from the National Command Council into those tertiary institutions. If the EFF can convince the youth to vote, remember, we already know that uh, the ANC will lose. But if they can convince the youth to vote, the ANC will get the shock of their life. Absolutely. And, and, and I don't know why the African National Congress is not seeing this coming. They are already planning to go on coalition with who? The EFF or the DA or the Black Front? I mean, really, how do you plan to go on coalition when, when, when your marriage is collapsing, when your house is falling down? You already plan to talk to your neighbor to say, if my roof collapses. Marke, Marke, uh, Marke. Steve. Can I? Yeah. No, you don't work like that. You focus and you put your energy in making sure the roof doesn't collapse. Absolutely. And they are not doing that. Um, another roof that has been rattled, um, Kenny Kunene of the Patriotic Alliance has been in the news uh, yeah. um, um, regarding his stance on Hamas and what's happening in um, the Middle East. What's yeah. happening there? Look, I, I, I'm glad you are calling it the Kenny Kunene stand on Hamas because mm. I... I, I listened to, to, to his speech. Yes. And I followed, and it was not only him. Mm. I think the president of the Patriotic Alliance, Katie McKenzie, was a little bit subtle about mm. it. But Kenny went for whew, the juggler. I, I, I'm brave. You know, I'm, I, can, I can say things. Yeah. But I know which battles to enter into. Yes, sir. I think it was very reckless of Kenny Kunene to talk about Hamas in the manner he spoke to. It was, it was an event organized by Israel. Okay. 
and 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 and, and there are people obviously uh, nobody nobody is forcing one party to support mm. another party or another side some people are with the palestinians some are with hamas some are with israel mm. uh, the patriotic alliance has a right to can be with any to associate, to associate yes. okay and he, first of all i must give him credit he was very clear to say we are not taking sides uh, between Palestine and Israel. But then he lambasted Hamas. Politically, in geopolitics, in what is happening in the world, if you know how this extremist militant organization, whether it's Al-Qaeda or Hamas or, or, or Hezbollah, uh, if you know how they operate, they're all over the world. Mm. The, I wouldn't say such reckless statement to say, one, he said, Hamas is an extremist terrorist uh, organization that is killing women and children. You know, fresh until today, even the CNN reporters who lied, they came back and they said, we never saw the headless babies. We never saw the decapitated people. We were misled. Mm. And after all that, Kenny Kunene comes and say, they cut children and women heads off. None of us, nobody has come up with bodies of Israel children and women where Hamas had cut their heads off. Nobody has said that, has seen that. Mm. And he went on and he said about Hamas will, will hunt you, you will be hunted, will come and get you the way Al-Qaeda was destroyed. And, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, brother, this is a regular statement. Mm -hmm. You know, I, uh, if you know how, and I used to I, I used to tell you how uh, this, these people operate in cells. It's not like they're in a military camp, mm -hmm. like the Afghanistan war. They're all over the world. They've got, they have cells in South Africa. I've written about it. I spoke about it. And you don't go and insult those people when they, when when you can you can criticize them. I said with you, you stated your side of the story that killing innocent women and children is wrong. We shouldn't do that. Mm. We all know that people are claiming that Hamas is not the Palestinian government. It is not the Palestinian government, mm. but it's a force to be reckoned. Sure. And uh, and I personally. But should we live in fear of them though? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I personally think the the statement of Kenikunen it was unfortunate. Mm. And 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 it was and it was you know uh, not helping the situation and looking at knowing Kenny's background yes and, and his political he doesn't start politics now Kenny has been people were like he's uneducated Kenny's educated he's a former math and English teacher what what of people who say he's singing for his dinner look uh, uh, it's politics somebody uh, you know what do you always say every there's a paycheck every head has every man has a, a price, price. Yeah. yeah remember what happened about three four weeks ago. The Patriotic Alliance went to Israel sure. to learn about coalitions. coalitions. You understand? Now, this reckless statement says to us as analysts and observers, oh no, learning about coalition was to go and collect your paycheck. It's okay. Everybody has a fund. The political parties get funded. There's NGOs, it's okay to tell them. But it is an unfortunate situation. The Patriotic Alliance has been on the roll. The ball has been rolling. They've been doing very well in municipalities, they never contested national elections. And this was an opportunity for them. I would have not done that. I would have maintained a position of let's focus domestically sure. in the country. We are already having a challenge with them not wanting illegal foreigners. It's already, sorry, pardon me. It's already an excuse. But, but I think they should have not jumped directly like that into a band. If I was an advisor, into that bandwagon. Sure. It was too early. It was infancy stages. They, they are not yet a political party in, in the National Assembly in South Africa. Mm. Uh, to take such a stand and openly and in public, I, I don't think politically it was a wise move.
Now, it's also affected the relationship with um, um, struggle icon Alan Busak. Alan Busak, yes, yes. Um, because they'd proposed naming a street after him. Mm. But now he's saying because they are pro-Israeli, they can keep that in They can keep the yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on that? What, what, what has happened is that Alan Busak, there's one thing, you know, he, he, he has been consistent. Mm. And, you know, he sh it shows that he's got a principle. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, he rejected the ANC. He didn't want to participate in the UDF 40th anniversary and all those things. And I think it's a principal position from mm. Alan Busak to say, first, I had appreciated that you are recognizing me. You wanted to name a street after me. I'm a recognized figure, the founder of the UDF. It's okay, good as well. But I'm principled as Alan Busak. Mm. Is it Dr. or Reverend Alan Busak? I have a position to say, I am pro-Palestine. We have a history with Palestine. And, and, and I cannot be associated with a political formation yes. that is pro-Israel. I just think it's a, it's a principal position. Sure. No hard feelings. Uh, but for the progress of the country and the building of the opposition, I think the Patriot Alliance, they must not be uh, put pride in front of them. They must go and re-engage, not just for naming the street, but I think Reverend Alan Busak can still play a role in, in, as a leader, as an elder in South African politics. And for any party, you know, yeah. we can get a leaf, one or two from him, a star, one or two from him. But I think it will be wise if they go back to the drawing board and engage. I actually had thought by now, the Patriotic Alliance would have come up with a statement. Political parties do that. You go and Vicky Lembrella does it better. You and, and, and Julius, you go and you talk rubbish on a public platform. And after that, you come with a very diplomatic statement. After that is one paragraph, short sure. and nice, to say we were quoted out of context mm -hmm. all day. The men I was saying they didn't mean this. I can write it for them if they pay. Yes, it didn't land as planned. Yes, uh, but this is what I intended to say. That's what they should do now. I, I don't think they should just leave this. It will repair relations between them and 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 and, and Palestine and yep. the international community and other parties and Alan Busak and potential voters. Mm -hmm. It will it will they, they have more to benefit in, sure. in correcting that. Now in fact, since we're here, let's actually travel to uh, to Gaza mm -hmm. uh, with what's happening in uh, in the Middle East. Um, U.S. President Biden is there. Um, he flew in, I think, on um, Thursday, on Wednesday. Wednesday. On Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday night, he obviously would meet Netanyahu. He was also going to meet the King of Jordan, uh, the President of Egypt. And all of that was called off when a hospital was bombed. And, and we stated last week, mm -hmm. um, at least I did, that I believe um, Hamas's... Um, going into the south of Israel and indiscriminately killing innocent people was wrong. But also, indiscriminately bombing um, 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 the Gaza Strip is also wrong. It's also wrong. But because Israel has declared war, immediately there's a war, there are rules of engagement. Of engagement, yes. There's rules of engagement. You don't turn people's water off. You don't turn people's supply off. Food. Food supplies. You don't bomb hospitals. So surely these are war crimes. And, and if these are war crimes, where's the ICC? Again, you see, you are, you are putting me into a corner to praise Minister Naledi Pando. Uh, uh, Naledi Which Pando, is not a problem. Naledi Pando. No, I don't like praising uh, politicians all the time, but she's doing so many right things. I, I love, that, I love that, uh, Mama Naledi, I love you. I love how measured she is. I love how sober-minded she she's, is. So she's something out of this. Where is this woman being all along? Eh? That that should be the president. She's she takes positions. Yeah. And responding to your question, they're co-led by men, Naledi Pando. I said it's a coincidence. You know, yesterday I said Naledi 
Bando is a star. Sure. Uh, no pun intended. Naledi, Naledi, for people who don't know, is a star in Sitswana. So yes. the lady is actually the number one ambassador of South Africa. She's demonstrated. Democrats has already taken a position mm. to the ICC to say, as much as Israel is not a member of the ICC, the same way as Russia is not mm. a member of the Now, this is a direct one yeah. where, where the ICC, remember the ICC took President Vladimir Putin uh, they issued a warrant of for what? This for for taking for war women, women and children, mm. and war crimes. Yeah. Now this is a direct one. This one is not taking them to Russia for safety place and release them. Mm. No, no, this one is bombing them. Netanyahu, supported by the uh, uh, Americans, is bombing the Palestinian defenseless people under the disguise that Hamas is hiding. You know these guys? They are saying Hamas. Are hiding amongst the people, yeah, including it, it, in that hospital. They are launching. They are actually saying Hamas is launching missiles from the hospital ground. That's why they mm. created. Guess that hospital? Who built that hospital? Mm. The Americans. Mm. The Americans built that hospital yesterday. Now, if you know, and last week I spoke about how Mossad, the, the Israeli intelligence arm, is, is known as the best in the world. I don't know what makes them the best. I still think the, the North Korea is the best. In fact, they are so effective. Not even a fart can leave Israel or enter without Israel them smelling without it. Mossad knowing that, okay, a fart is coming in. Exactly. That's how effective they are. And, and they, they knew about that. They know, they know, or they assume that Hamas is launching from the hospital. Why don't they enter into combat? Mm. In a battlefield, in a war situation, in, in, in terms of a declared war, as you said, you know where the target is. You don't go and bomb the hospital where there's women and children. You get into combat. You you take men on the ground. And you know why is Israel not doing that? Because they know they will not match Hamas. On the ground. On the ground. They will not match them in a battlefield. That's why they are using but, aircrafts uh, and bombing. That's war crimes. And and Naledi Pando and Derrico and South African position, thumbs up. Hmm. Let these people face war crime charges. And, and, and we'll see what the Americans and the Brits are saying now. Have they not said that people must evacuate that area? And, 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 and having said that, where do you expect one million people to evacuate to? Exactly. Because already true. they're living on top of each other. That's why. So where do we go to? Into the ocean? Like, where do we go to? That's why after the meeting you referred to, that was organized by the uh, leader of Jordan uh, and Egypt and yes. Saudi Arabia. That's why after bombing, 500 people were killed. In that missile attack, uh, if not more, that's why the leader of Jordan said, "Nonsense! I'm not going to come and cause for peace, uh, truce, and I'm not hosting that meeting anymore." Mm. Because while we are busy arranging a meeting of influencers into this whole process, that Hamas was also in Palestine were prepared to participate in yes. that meeting. Then you throw in missiles. Does Israel want peace? I don't think so. But again, there's another element to that uh, meeting. Uh, uh, Minister Naledi Pando. The only minister that I will address as honorable had a, a, a call, a telephone call with the leader of Hamas. Mm. You know, that has sent shockwaves. I was going to say, was that not ill advised? No, I think I, I read the official statement of Derko mm. and they explained to say, no, 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 no. Hamas tried out, and remember, South Africa is playing a peace process. Oh, yes. Say we want to bring peace. Now, if we want to bring peace, or you are a, 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 a middle person or a negotiator. You talk to both sides. You, mm. We can't Speak say to all the sides. Or to all the sides that I want. We cannot say South Africa must not talk to Hamas when Hamas is seen as a role player mm. in this war. And and what's wrong with 
a, a peace negotiator or a peacemaker to talk to the other party that is being seen as the influencer. I, I, I think it was a move in the direction, but Derek said, if Israel leaders want Naledi Pando to talk to them mm. the way she spoke to Hamas, they don't have a problem with that. Mm. They must raise the flag. They must say, you know, and, and Israel can do it better because there's foreign relations. Sure. Another day, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it was a it was a move in the right direction. If if I know that Mr. X is seen as a perpetrator to violence and I want to bring peace, I will talk to Mr. X. And mm. I think I think again, our international relations minister has done very well in this instance. He's he's got his doors and telephone lines open to talk sure. to Israel. As much as the country and his political party has taken a pro-Palestinian stand, but the South African pro-Palestinian stand does not start now. Mm -hmm. It's it's part of our life. It's been consistent. We've been consistent with that, but it does not mean we should not talk to those that we don't like. It does not mean we should not talk to those that we differ with. Exactly. And 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 Naledi Pando does not does not support what Hamas is doing. But to, if, if I don't tell you that I don't like what you are doing, I don't support what you are doing, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and again, uh, uh, President Ramaphosa, if there are bonuses for ministers, Naledi Pando deserves a bonus uh, uh, for her performance in, in, in her duties and limited to that. Uh, and I think uh, it's a statement in the right direction. But as I've said last week and a week before, I do not see the Middle East crisis ending anytime soon. You know what always blows my mind about um, the Middle East uh, crisis is how when you criticize the state of Israel, the state of Israel, mm -hmm. automatically you're told you hate Jewish people. Yeah. This is the state of Israel, but you must hate Jewish people. Mm -hmm. How is it that we must be blackmailed like that not to call out the state of Israel for how you're treating people. You've come to people, taken the house, put them in the shed at the back, you control what goes in and out of that shed, yeah. then when you're called out about it, how oh, you must hate Jewish people. How does that work? It's 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 how the Jewish and like I said, some would remember that you guys said. Some, I think it's I think it's blackmail. I think it's, it's unfortunate. It's blackmail. And there's a difference. And somebody said it, I don't know how true is that mm. to say there's a difference between a Jew or a Jew in a Jewish religion that mm. was created. These Jewish people, somebody said, they were wishing, that's why Jewish, they were wishing to be Jews. Mm. Because the, the, the Palestinians, the Arabs or the Muslims, they lived in peace and together with Jew people mm. in Palestine and all over the world. We lived with them in South Africa. Even during apartheid, mm. we lived with the Jews in South Africa. But they stand up now and issue statement to say anybody who's pro-Palestine or who calls Israel to order, as you say it, he hates Jews people. I don't think it's hate. I think... They have blackmailed, as you said, manipulated the world and their mentality and the people's minds so much since the Holocaust that they 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 are being treated with kids' class. Mm. Understand? They are being treated with 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 a, a, a manner that makes them to feel like a son or you know, mm. don't touch these children. They their forefathers were killed by Hitler during the Holocaust. Therefore, they can't do anything wrong. There's nothing like they are doing everything wrong. Occupying somebody's land is wrong. That mm. on its own. Mm. You know, pushing people out of their land, jailing them in their... You know, you have put them in a place whereby they need you to move, to live. Now you cut electricity, you cut water. And and, 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 and then when we call it, that's exactly what apartheid is, you cry foul. Even, that, that is precisely what apartheid is. Even President Ramaphosa went to an extent of saying... You can't cut electricity 
from people with water ink and water. 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 The hospitals don't have you know, you know, I saw one video of a doctor being interviewed there fresh and he was being asked. They've tried to evacuate these people. And that doctor was explaining, say, these children are in incubators and mm. oxygens. We, we can't move them. Mm. They will all die. It's as good as we should wait for bombs. And they were bombed. Yeah. But guess what was funny about this whole thing to wrap it up on the geo? President Ramaphosa issues a statement and says, denying people water and electricity. It's genocide. Wow, Mr. Ramaphosa. Are you trying to are you trying genocide to... us? <laughs> The, the city of Johannesburg, yeah. it's without water. Where yeah. there's water, it's dirty. Mm. And we are without electricity. That's Mr. Ramaphosa trying to commit genocide to us. You know, uh, he, that was never, a far-fetched statement. Ne never a dull moment in this country. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, I don't think he, he did apply his mind very well before they issued that statement. Your country is going through uh, 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 load shedding mm. and water shedding. There's a term they are using. I'll remember it next time. And then you say denying people water and electricity. And I'm not talking about Jobek only, Malamulele and rural areas. Sure. People have spent weeks mm. without water. Mm. So is President Ramaphosa's administration committing genocide by denying the people of South Africa water and electricity? It's a topic for another day. On that note, I think let's, uh, let's leave it at that. Uh, great discussion as always. Uh, please get involved. Uh, go to the comment section. Uh, tell us your views. Uh, if you disagree, please disagree. If you agree, uh, also uh, do likewise. But most importantly... Like, uh, comment, subscribe, subscribe, and if an ad comes up, please watch the ad. Because if you don't watch the ad, then we can't make a little couple of cents so that we can one day pay uh, our, our team here. So it's actually important to watch the ads. Don't skip the ads. Thank you very much. That must not be like me. I skip the ads. I hate. You're killing us. You're killing us. It's okay, fresh. Yeah, they, they, they are wasting time, you know. Uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, the subscribe is very good to subscribe. And again, let's remind you, subscribe does not mean you pay. Yes. Does not mean you must fill your details. You just click there, then you will get a notification Absolutely. when we are on air. Exactly. But if it's Saturday morning like today, hashtag one what a week. And 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 that's where we are. Yep. Where do we find your social media? Uh m at gmail.com. You can email me and you can inbox me on all social media handles at Botsang M. Mm -hmm. Or even drop a WhatsApp on 082-485-9100. Yes, sir. I must acknowledge a, a receipt of all the people who have been criticizing us. Not for the content. That's what I like. They will complain about the sound, our dress code, the seating arrangement. Not the content. We want, we can't be that good. We want people to suggest topics okay. that they want us to cover every week. Mm -hmm. And to also tell us if we are talking nonsense. Okay. Uh, and, and tell us what is the right thing. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this edition of uh, Wow, What a Week, hashtag politics is done. Uh, we are part of the Africa Podcast Network coming to you from Am Studios, downtown Johannesburg. Shout out to Trevor and his crew um, from Pezulu Works for the cinematography. Our audio imaging, courtesy of Otis the Flow Fraser. Our guest, Botsan Muilwa, creative producer, Kuvesh Mohan, and show producer, Email us at www.africapodcastnetwork.com. Till next week, have a great week in spite of yourselves.